Thanks for listening to the Healthy Church Podcast with Larry Barker and Drew Klein. The Healthy Church Podcast is an honest conversation about what it means to be part of a healthy church. There are no perfect churches because they're all filled with imperfect people led by imperfect leaders. But by God's grace, we can begin to dialogue about what changes can be made in our lives as leaders and in the churches we serve in order to better love God and His people. For more information and other resources, go to HealthyChurchPodcast.com. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to the Healthy Church Podcast. My name is Drew Klein, here with my buddy Larry Barker. Larry, you doing okay today? I'm doing well, Drew. Good to be with you again. Glad to be with you. I'm uh, thankful for a new year. I'm, I'm very thankful sort of to put 2021 to bed and praying yeah. for a, a, a different year, a new year. I'm very excited about this year. I believe God's going to do some amazing things this year. And uh, so I'm kind of hopeful for that. Yeah, a mutual friend of ours the other day posted on Twitter, and it made me laugh. He said, Lord, we asked for one thing. Could it be a little bit better than 20 and 21? <laughs> you yeah, know? Right. And I think a lot of us really do um, understand that, and we relate to it. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was a rough year for me in ways, but God was faithful, as he always is, and uh that's kind of a little bit about what we're talking about today, isn't it? God's faithfulness and and uh, clarity and, and vision that he gives us every single day. Yeah, it is. And uh, kind of wanted to, you know, really drill down to so often we want to talk about a year plan or a three-year plan or a five-year plan, but we wanted to break it down to the lowest common denominator, which is each day mm-hmm. and uh, being good stewards of every single day that we have, because uh, if we're going to have a good week, it starts by, uh, and and I mean that in the context of accomplishing what we feel we need to accomplish, we've got to do some things today that'll make tomorrow what we believe God wants it to be. Yeah. Uh, it's hard sometimes. Mondays, they say, is the day where a lot yeah. of pastors want to turn in that resignation letter. Yeah, uh, so, absolutely. So what do we do with that? I mean, it's you know, there's some real life that hits us, obviously. Yeah. Well, the reality is sometimes we can become paralyzed uh, by what we can't change, the past, and none of us can change it. So I even uh, told our church Sunday, I said, sometimes you got to pull a frozen, let it go. (laughs) Just let it go. Yeah. No, that's good. That's good. I've definitely felt paralyzed before, whether it be just, honestly, just depression or struggles or fear. I mean, we all face it. Pastors are no different. Yeah. Yeah, and in the uncertainty we've seen the last couple of years and the uncertainty right now that's all over the news, yeah. uh, we can even get crippled by the things we can't control, and that's the future. And we have no control over the future, and also, therefore, all we can do is trust Lord, the Lord in the moment and in the day that we're in. Yeah, I think, it, I think it's important to surround ourselves with people that we can walk honestly with, you know. Yeah. Our, our staff meeting, yeah. every everyone, we start with, hey, how, how are you doing? Put the phones down, yeah. close your computers. Let's talk about your heart for just 10 or 15 minutes. How are you doing? You doing okay? Is there anything we can pray yeah. about? And I think being I honest that. in that, you know? I love that, Drew. I think that's so important. That's a great point. A mentor in my life was Dr. E. Harold Henderson, a 
a voice on life word and before that it was harvest gleaner you can still hear him they still utilize him but he had a way of saying psalm 118 24 that still rings in the back of my head this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Yeah. And I've heard him preach on it, teach on it, and say that's the way every day ought to begin. So throughout the podcast today, I hope people will keep thinking about that verse. This is the day. So seize the day and be a good steward of the opportunity God has given each one of us for this day. Amen. Amen. Grab a hold of it and get busy. Well, yes, what does it absolutely. look like for us to get going in that, Larry? How do we, how do we well, think that way? Well, I, yeah, I like what Mark Batterson says about the power of 24 hours. Okay. Uh, so often we don't think that way. We, we want to think out and we want to think goals. And I want to make this clear. I'm not anti-goals. Yeah. I'm all for goals, but you got to have steps to those goals. Yeah. You, you need to form habits that will help you accomplish those goals. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to get to the goal if you don't start working on certain things uh, today. You know, Psalm uh, 90 verse 12 is a great verse that reminds us to count our days so that we can gain wisdom. And Batterson says it this way, if you want every day to count, you got to count your days. Yeah. And it's not about counting one, two, three, four. It's about realizing that that's that opportunity that God has given each and every one of us uh, to honor and glorify him in that day. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I read where 75% of people uh, will not keep their New Year's resolutions. <laughs> at least. And, yeah, at least. And I wondered about that. And I, I think it's because we, we can't see that far out, and, um, and we get excited. We make New Year's resolution, but Drew, this tells us a little bit about our culture. CBS News, and I pulled it up to see if it uh, did a survey, and they said there's far less people, 22, that are making New Year's resolutions than the last three or four years. Wow. The last uh, two, three years, 42 to 43% of the people who were surveyed said they were going to make New Year's resolutions. Hmm. This year, it was 29%. Wow, isn't that interesting? That is interesting. What does that tell us? Yeah. Well, it tells us that they just don't know if they can follow through because of the uncertainty of the times. That's it. That's yeah. it. But even, even James tells us in the book of James chapter 4 that uh, we say we'll do this today or we'll do this tomorrow when we ought to say if God permits. Yeah. Because we're in his hands and we need to trust him and follow him. I think that's the best way to describe what I'm feeling. I literally had somebody ask me just um, like yesterday, no, on Sunday, hey, what, what do you have some New Year's resolutions, some things you're planning towards? And I was like, not really. <laughs> I'm just kind of yeah. hoping to keep keep on keeping on and being, you know, with my my face in the right direction and and trusting the Lord. And that's exactly I think that describes kind of where my heart is. I, I we ought to have goals and we ought to have things that are bigger than us yes. that we want to dream about to try and reach. But none of those yeah, things, absolutely. like you said, will ever be reached immediately. They have to be reached in incremental ways, and that means we have to focus on something today. 
Yeah, I like, um, you know, the middle, and I think the key phrase of the model prayer says, give us this day uh-huh. our daily bread. So good. It doesn't say, give us this week, mm-hmm. give us this month, give us this year. It says, give us this day our daily bread. One guy said, maybe God wants us to trust him daily because if he gives us more than we need, we'll stop depending on him mm-hmm. and stop looking to him. And I know there's a lot of different ways of looking at that, but I just think the way to live the Christian walk is daily. Yeah. And if you think of all the things in the scriptures where we're told, do this daily, right. his mercies are new every morning. Right. We're to take up our cross daily yeah. and follow him. Yeah, that's so that's so true. I mean, as you point those out, it's like, yeah, the power of a day. Do we really consider that? And how often do we just let days go by based on, like you said, past concerns, stress, whatever keeps us captive instead of focusing on the power we have in yeah. these 24 hours? Yeah, let me give a real practical application of this. Last year, there was a new spiritual habit that I wanted to begin. Well, if you're going to if you're going to say I've been doing this 5 days, there's got to be day 1. So what I did on my monthly calendar in the bottom corner, uh, in red ink, I put 1 and I circled it. Day 2, I circled it. You know, I went 210 days. That's when I stopped counting because it's not about the number. Right. Well, this year, this year, I've started a new spiritual habit that I wanted to formulate. And I know they say it becomes a habit when you've done it seven days. I've heard different numbers, you know, that type thing. But I started again. I think I started on Christmas Eve or maybe the day before. But anyway, last Saturday uh, was day 10, uh, and I haven't filled in the numbers yet, but I've been doing that spiritual habit every single day. And you know what you begin to realize? You know, if I do this daily, if I stick to it daily and I remain committed to it daily, then it becomes weeks. Then it becomes months. Uh, My goal is... Uh, that every single day of 2022, there will be a little red number down in <laughs> in the corner. And so that's what I'm talking about, the power of 24 hours, the power of forming habits, because keys to spiritual growth is you begin taking the steps today, but then you keep taking those steps every day. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a friend who... Um he struggled with his weight quite a bit. He's in the public eye quite a bit. And he actually wrote a song and titled an album called Start Somewhere. And I think yeah. that's important. We, For people, like, and I'm a creative, and so I'm always second-guessing and procrastinating different things. But I think a key is, is let's start somewhere today. Understanding God it. is with us. His mercy is new for us this morning. And, and let's just go. Do something in the right direction. <laughs> Get going. Yeah. And you know what, Drew, whenever I look down and I see that little number in the corner, when I get in my my planner, yeah. my daily planner, it just brings a smile to my face of the faithfulness of God. Mm-hmm. It just it just recreates in me. Thank you, Lord. 
uh, for allowing me to do this for you. And, and thank you for enabling me and thank you for helping me and walking with me and being mm -hmm. there with me. Amen. And so every single day that I go there and I look at that, it just brings a smile to my face of God's faithfulness to me. Amen. Amen. I love it. Well, when we're thinking about today, when guys are listening to this and they're thinking, okay, let me think about my day. How do we make like today count? What are the things that we're going to be moving towards yeah. in this? Well, we can't uh, move to number two without making number one clear that everybody knows, but begin it with the Lord. Yeah, uh, Man, make sure you are protecting and are are, are just uh, fanatical, if you will, about your time alone with him. Mm -hmm. Start every day with him. And that's what Dr. Henderson always said. First thought in his mind when he would wake up, this is the day the Lord has made. <laughs> and so we want to begin it with him in the word and in prayer and protect that quiet time. Uh, and if you think you don't have time for a quiet time, uh, there's where the real problem is. Yeah. And we all need to recommit ourselves, whatever that looks like in your context, in your habits. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, I've started a chronological Bible this year to read through the entire Bible on top of my other devotionals. Drew, you know what I found out? I found out I can read every single morning about 10 minutes and I'll get through the Bible in a year. Mm -hmm. 10 to 12 minutes. And I'm an average reader. I'm not a, yeah. I'm not a fast reader. Uh, Shelby burns me up every time <laughs> we read something together. She's whistling, right. you know, looking around while I'm still reading, <laughs> you know, but 10 to 12 minutes yeah. and you can read through the entire Bible in a year, but it's got to start today. Yeah. Yeah. I will tell you one of the things I want to yeah. do this year, and that is finish my Bible plan from last year. So for all the people out there who uh, sure. who didn't finish it on a clean December 31st morning like I didn't, um, I've still got, sadly, another 50 or 55 days in my year-long thing that I started last year. So there's grace, and I'm, I'm excited to finish it up this year. I think that's very important because if we become too legalistic about it, we'll just throw it down and stop. That's yeah. not the idea. Yeah. You know, I, I told our church, uh, those of you that love checking off boxes, if you've got a 50, you know, two week, um, 365 day, uh, you know, plan to read through the Bible, we handed out copies. I said, you're going to get into checking off the boxes. Yeah. But if all you ever do is check off the boxes, that was not God's plan nor his purpose in you right. being in his word. Right. It's not about us getting in the word. It's about the word getting in us. Mm -hmm. And I really think so, a lot of times less is more. Yeah. Uh, it's not about quantity. It's about quality. Yeah. And that's where the real benefit is. Amen. So we, we start with the Lord. We start with spending time with him. For me, it's that yeah. drink of coffee in the morning. That I go, okay, I'm going to stop, and I'm going to pray, and I'll read, and spend this time with him. Absolutely. Where do we go from there? Me too. Well, then number two is just accepting our responsibility to steward every day. Every single day is a gift from the Lord. And as we go into it, seeking him, and looking to him, and trusting him, following him, we want to walk daily with him. So I think a great question to Stuart every day is, how can I best glorify God in this day? 
Yeah, and one of the things I like about the stewardship uh, angle, you, it makes you feel more responsible. This is not just about me. <laughs> this is not just about what I'm struggling with or where I'm at right now. I have, God's given me responsibility as a father, as a husband, as a pastor, as a friend, as a brother, son, and there's some things I need to step up to. And I think that that helps move us sometimes out of those funks that we get in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And stewardship of the day is not just what am I going to get done? Maybe it's not doing certain things that day, Sabbath or getting a break or getting away. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I'm a doer, so it's hard for me to sit still, but sometimes that's exactly, it's interesting. Uh, The psalmist said, be still Mm -hmm. and know that I am God. And so we got to remember that also. If it's a day of rest, steward it well. That's good. That's good. All right. So number three, you've got focus on habits instead of goals. Yeah, just making sure your your habits are are uh, Christ honoring, and uh, and I don't mean that from that you've got necessarily bad habits. I just mean um, make sure that as you're directed by, for example, I love the habits you have with your staff that you already mentioned that you slow down and you say, "Hey, how you guys doing?" That's a great habit to have. I remember I remind our staff. People are not an interruption to your ministry. They are your ministry. So what are some godly habits that you can uh, develop to make sure that you're alone with the Lord, that you're leading your staff well, uh, that you're ministering to your people well, that you're following through on discipleship? You mentioned the friend that lost a lot of weight. Uh, I'm 140 pounds lighter than I was 10 years ago. Amazing. Well, there were just some habits, to be blunt, that I still have because I refuse to go back. Uh, <laughs> I still do not eat desserts, and people think I'm I'm nuts because I don't. Um, and it doesn't bother me that others do, but yeah. that's just me. Right. I developed habits uh, to lose the weight and then to keep the weight off. Yeah. Oh, it's good. And what, what do you think about the difference between the habit and the goal? I mean, you mentioned this a little bit ago, but um, I think maybe godly habits and, and instead of goals will lead you to being able to make those goals. Exactly. I mean? That's exactly right. Yeah. That uh, that word you used uh, earlier, intermittent. I love it when you use big words, too. I just want you to know that, uh, you know, that those step by step by step, you know, if if my goal is to walk across the room and move uh, a book from one shelf to the other, there are steps for me to get over there. Yeah. And so that's what the habits are, yeah. you know, and, you know, if you're sitting there, my son's a, a health guru, my youngest one, and all about physical fitness. And he had a funny uh, TikTok on, uh, on New Year's Day of the question he always gets asked, uh, what do I have to do to get in shape? And he said, diet and exercise. No, really. What do I have to do to get in shape? And Benjamin goes, diet and exercise. Then a guy goes, oh, there's got to be another way. He goes, no, diet and exercise. So if we want to reach our goals, the answer is then develop the habits. Yeah. Yeah. So next we need to examine our limiting beliefs. We just need to take a good, hard look. Have we become cynical? Have we become lack of faith? 
I believe our Bible says he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think. Mm -hmm. So I think we need to take a daily evaluation of, hey, what what limiting beliefs am I listening to the devil on and and the enemy that are holding me back? Yeah. And I think you're going to find some small little things that are that are telltale signs of the fact that you may be doing that. Your attitude may be uh, not worth much. Uh, the, the the lack of desire to do something that you know God's called you to, like care for your family, serve your wife, work you know, pastor and, and parent your children. Sometimes we begin if we can acknowledge these little signs that something's not right, then it could be that we're believing something that's 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 wrong as well. Yeah, you're talking about, um, you know, making um, shifts in, um, what was the word you used earlier about uh, the paradigm? Mm -hmm. You know, and when we change certain things, we've got to be honest. Sometimes we're afraid. Mm -hmm. There's fear. You know, what will people think? What will people do? Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, that's, that's limiting beliefs. We've got to obey the Lord and how he's directed us and guided us. Now, we're definitely not saying be a lone ranger. Because you also preface that by saying there's wisdom in the multitude of counsel. Yeah, and you're going to have blind spots. We all do. And you're not going to be able to see things unless somebody lovingly can come alongside and go, hey, can I just be honest with you? Can I give you some feedback? And it may not be something you want to hear, but you need to hear it. And we got to have people loving us enough to tell us. And then I think if you're going to make every day count, you got to recognize and embrace what you're passionate about. Mm. And of course, I'm talking about a God-driven desire and vision, Mm -hmm. Uh, not just something, uh, of course, we're putting it in a biblical context of uh, that it is uh, driven by the leadership of the Holy Spirit. But man, if you're passionate about something, uh, God has given you that passion for a reason and and figure out what it's going to take for you to facilitate and follow through on that passion. I love that. And you're talking to a guy who has got, I got all kinds of passions I live by passion. And so, and I think that's, even as you're saying that, I'm thinking we have to make sure that we're seeking the Lord through those. So it's not just, you know, life is not about us. He's called us and given us this beautiful life to know him and to make him known. And yet he's also given us these desires and passions that are unique to each of us. And I think he wants to use those if we place them in the right order you know, with him first, yes. and he uses those passions. So I, I love this, the passion piece that you're sharing with Well, us. you know, Drew, that's why we do this. I, I never thought, several years ago, Shelby and I did a prayer retreat, and we came up with seven values that we believed would dictate and direct uh, the rest of our lives together in ministry. Mm. And one of those was mentoring leaders. Wow. Was one, it's something I'm just passionate about. Right. But I never thought of a podcast right. at that time. Right. They weren't even really that big at that time. And then when we talked about it, I went, you know what? This is another way to help me fulfill mm-hmm. something that we're passionate about. I love it. And you do such a great yep. job with it. Well, thank you. And then number six, I'm a little nervous about, but I hope folks will get the humor of it. Get off your butt. Oh, okay. Uh, and I'm not talking about your bottom. <laughs> I'm talking about the B-U-T. Oh, okay. uh, so often, well, I do that, but, well, right. 
yeah, I think God wants us to go there, but uh-huh. uh, man, no, stop that. I love it. Stop that. And just say, you know what? Uh, he has promised that he'll never leave us where his grace won't be enough to sustain us. Amen. And, uh, and we got to trust him. That goes back to the power of 24 hours mm-hmm. daily, mm-hmm. daily, daily, daily. I'm going to follow. I'm going to trust. And actually, it kind of takes the pressure off you because you can continually remember God's got this. Right. He does. And he's going to see me through each and every single day. Yeah. When we can remove that aspect of, but then it really is increasing our faith because God is the one who's going to get us through. We're leaning on him instead of excuses that we might make. And then that brings us to number seven, remain sensitive and flexible to the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Uh, I've never forgotten years ago hearing a guy say this, remain a lifelong learner. Mm -hmm. We got to remain humble enough that we can always learn something. Uh, I was preaching a revival at a church in Northwest Arkansas years ago, and uh, a former missions director was a member of that church. And I sat down and he just started telling stories. And uh, I remember Drew, him going, oh, Brother Larry, you don't want to hear this old preacher stories. And I looked him in the eye and said, yes, sir, I do. Yeah. And I got to tell you, in 15 minutes of him, 10, 15 minutes of him sharing stories, I learned so much about him. <laughs> and I learned so much about the faithfulness of God mm. in his life. It was remarkable. So in this area of being flexible and sensitive, we got to remain learners. Mm-hmm. We can, and and of course, to be a lifelong learner, there's got to remain a humility That's in us it. that we haven't figured it all out. We don't have all the answers. Uh, we're still going a day at a time, as yeah. we have already said. But that's the key: remain sensitive and remain flexible. Amen. That's the very definition of a teachable spirit. I think you know. I love it. I do. So I think if you're going to make every day count, I think those are uh, seven excellent steps that would help you to uh, uh, to do that. And I just love that idea of, of count your days. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. Guys, we hope that today is one of those days that you can make count, that you will take uh, an account of how good God is, um, how much he loves you, and the plan that he has for your life, and uh, then get after it, man. So a good, uh, good reminder today, Larry. Thank you so much for these thoughts. If we can do anything for you, uh, guys and ladies, please let us know. Info at HealthyChurchPodcast.com. And uh, we're excited to talk with you again in this new year next time on the Healthy Church Podcast. You've been listening to the Healthy Church Podcast, sponsored by Activate, a church health ministry of the BMA. For more information, resources, and other related topics, please go to HealthyChurchPodcast.com or find us on Facebook at Healthy Church Podcast.